Hey, welcome back to the Infamous Podcast in the uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society. This is Brian. This is Orange Bird. I mean, Daryl. Oh, God, no, <laughs> no, no, you're fired. You're so fired. <laughs> Dude, there's an Orange Bird pop pin like staring at me right now. So. Oh, God, the kid. Came it's back. not mine, by the, the way. The last time the kid came back from, from Disney, uh-huh. she had like the Orange Bird, like with the magnet that she could wear on her shoulder. And it's like, oh no, it's like you're 14, man. You're 14. That's not okay. Well, there are 30 year olds that get that stuff. <sighs> yeah, but see, when the 30 year olds do that, you know that they're out of the dating pool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Point. <laughs> anyway, um, welcome back to the show. We, we're, we're back two weeks in a row, Daryl. Woo. I know. I thought maybe we broke the habit because we went so long in between episodes while I was moving. Oh yeah. So although you are not, cycle. you are not a little in, stained. Yeah, you are not in the Nerdin Studio 2.0 right now. So we're no, I am not. We're doing this, but quick update: I found a window that opens, and it was right next to where Daryl was sitting last week. <laughs> so, um. Anyway. I just really thought that was weird. Like this place does not have a, a, a any windows that open. I, 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 do, I do, so. do, I'm not disagreeing with you. I like especially after yeah. I made my mahi mahi recipe, <laughs> 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 and the whole place smelled like mahi mahi. Uh, yeah, I had to bust out a bunch of candles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm like, well, I have candles. Um, but no, all right. So uh, welcome back. Uh, we we just we've, we've we're only talking about two things this week. We're doing a review rewind. We're going to talk about Blue Mountain State because I got Daryl hooked on it finally, uh, and then we're going to talk about this episode of Soups and Lola. So like we're we're looking at like a tight like seventy two minutes. <laughs> a tight seventy two minutes. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. So anyway, D, how you doing, buddy? Uh, not bad. Uh, like I, like you said, I've been that's all I've pretty much done the the last week or so that's the only thing i've really watched other than uh my my boys in blue since this is on this is on a friday mm-hmm. ah they, they villanova took them down yesterday but that's what happens when you yeah that's what happens when you miss it i'm not joking like 10 bunnies you, you, that just happens so yeah. you, you can't beat a good team like that missing shots or missing six six of your first seven free throws yeah. just just can't happen so. is uh but is St. Pete still in there? Yeah, they played tonight. Uh, tonight they play Purdue. They're going down. So oh, no, they're gonna win. Nah, they got that white guy with the wispy mustache who's just a straight <laughs> G baller. So imagine if they won it all, which Dude, is not gonna happen. But that, that would be hilarious. That would great. actually be hilarious. I, I, yeah, would, I, I would. I would buy. I'd one hundred percent just buy some Peacock's gear. I'd never wear it. I'd just buy it to support the school. <laughs> like I'm not even one hundred percent sure where they are. I think it's Florida. But that's a good question. I don't know anything about them. I don't even care except, to look it up. So, yeah, <laughs> that's a uh, far too much effort than I've got in me, dude. <laughs> so uh, shitty week this week, as you know, we're not going to get too deep into that. So I'm, I'm super excited to be podcasting today. Um, all right, let's just jump right into to Soups and Lolo into the obli- or into Oblivion, uh, directed by Sud Sutherland. And Gregory Smith. So Gregory Smith did some pickups for this. So it looks like they might have done some reshoots for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But what I'm really thinking is like if they did reshoots, it was the scene with the boys at the end. Because be. it felt really tacked on, but not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was written by Juliana James and Christy Korzik's or Korzak. Um, yeah, so we we got we got uh, an arrow an arrow style flashback for Natalie, which was a good flashback, right? You know what? I'm torn on that in the sense of I liked it for her character, but I don't know if it was necessary. I And I, I'm pretty sure that it pretty much confirmed what we thought in the sense of their world got destroyed with the whole um, flashpoint or what have you. Um, where yeah, I, the crisis. I'm not sure if you watched that cross the crisis. Yeah, yeah I did. I watched because that's it. That, okay. Because that's what that looked like that, you know, the red glowy and all that stuff. That's what it looked like when the world, I think that's what it looked like when the worlds were destroyed. Yeah. So that's what, but, uh, that's what happened when the anti-monitor came through and was wiping everything right. out. Uh, I personally liked it because I, I mm-hmm. liked to see that little bit of journey. And like, I, I thought the actress that plays Natalie did a really good job of being super manic, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to Which, find her dad and... And being lost in space, basically. Lost in space. Well, actually, she wasn't lost in space. She was lost in space space and time. I was about to say, yeah. So, um, and no, I just liked it. I liked, uh, I liked Hattie, her computer. I actually did like, I did like Hattie. Uh, I thought, I thought Hattie was a nice touch. Um, How very uh, Friday of them. Uh, But yeah, it was. I personally enjoyed it because I think it helped with her character and it actually actually helped really seal the last scene between her and Clark. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and it shows us that like, you know, cause they could tell us all along like, Oh, she's gonna, she's forgiven Clark. She's, she's forgiven Superman. Like, you know, but like showing that process for the two of them, I think is really important to the maturation of her character. And, um, and there's one thing I will do want to say, and I, I thought about this kind of in the moment of watching it, because you know her attitude towards Clark, and just you know, and again, not just her attitude towards Clark, but you know, she's been had moments of being that coming across as a little petulant. Mm-hmm. However, and this is what I, I was watching someone's reaction to Spider-Man No Way Home, which I'm still waiting for the Blu-ray, and then get all the goods together before I get it. And that's why I've watched a couple reactions because I, I, I just want to watch that movie. But the one of my a scene that kind of encompasses why what happens in No Way Home happens is when Dr. Strange says to Peter, he's like, with all the stuff we've been through, I tend to forget you're still just a kid. Right. And that actually made me look at Natalie a little different because and not just Natalie, but I mean, you look at some of the stuff the boys are doing, you know, especially Jonathan, how he's acting. And it's like, these are 15 year old kids. Yes. They are. They have a tendency to be a little bit more mature based on because who their fathers are, but at the same time, they still are basically processing things like a kid, like a, you know, a teenager would. So that actually helped me with, because again, don't get me wrong. I didn't. It's not that I didn't like Natalie. It's just that sometimes I just like. Gosh, well, 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 girl. If you remember, we did not like Natalie at first. Yeah, yeah, so. that's true. 
we, we were not fans. But, <laughs> yeah. But in, in this episode, and in, and I actually go back to the where I think you're right as far as I wasn't a while I wasn't a fan of that opening scene. It does help her journey in this episode in the sense of why she's so upset, what she went through to find her father and then him almost dying, regardless of why. But she sees Clark and he helped Clark when he uh, the suit obviously wasn't ready. And to top that off, the Clark in her world is a mass murderer. So right. I can give her, you know, I give her leeway for acting like that because again, she, she does have a good point. She's like, yeah, you keep saying that or something along those lines, but I kill, I still basically her antennas are up or, right. you know, she gets that nervous feeling every time he's around. And that's, I mean, I, I get it. I absolutely get it. No, you're right. And and I think the, uh, I, I just think the other good thing is like, this is like a good conflict for, for the characters because it's not like, I thought they were going to go with a love triangle when like he came, when, when everyone came into the, the room after he woke up and he's like, I just want to spend time with my girls. And it's like, oh no, he's got this temporary like brain trauma. And I, I, I like, I like that they're leaving the drama of what's happened between Clark and Natalie and not trying yes. to, you know, do the, the CW thing. Right. Yeah. I, I like that. And because again, it feels more organic that way too. Just as, you know, as we we're talking that trauma of, Hey, this guy killed, I saw this guy kill my mom. Yes. I understand. Like, cause again, it's that it's the whole rational mind versus, you know, the emotional center. In the sense of, and we, you know, people have this all the time. Rationally, you can look at something and say, I know this, I know this, I know this. But then that emotional lizard brain part of you has an issue with, like spiders, for example. You know, people are afraid of spiders. My sister's afraid of spiders. She can say rationally, there is no reason. These things are small. I can crush them. But she sees a spider and she loses her damn mind. It's, it's hilarious. But again, that's... One an example, and then other people don't like bugs or what? What app you can you know insert up and you know fill in the blanks, and that's what I see with Natalie. She knows this is not the Clark from her world, but she's still having trouble reconciling what she saw, who she saw kill her mother, and that dude has the same face. So I right. do like that conflict because it does feel organic. It doesn't feel like you like you said CWE in the sense of drama for drama's sake yeah she turned into an actual well-developed or they're turning her into an actual well-developed character right which is was our big fear that she was just going to be this weird analog and sleep with jonathan <laughs> <laughs> i don't care what you uh, say it's still incest <laughs> <laughs> and yeah jonathan yeah. uh what, what can we say about him i johnny 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 <sighs> so um you you have to admire that he's not saying anything, right? Like that he mm -hmm. he's he's you know, and even if it is protecting um what's her name, Candace, who, mm -hmm. who neither one of us are, are necessarily fans of. Um but the the whole martyrdom that he's going through is uh very much in line with his family, right? With how, how they yeah. act. So, I mean, this is definitely a learned behavior. 
um, as much as it is just his nature to be a little like, well, I guess the nature since he's been in Smallville to, to be a little standoffish. Right. So, because you know what we saw in the pilot before they moved, he was like the life of the party. And then now he's, he's still lost in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's almost that, that was the man without a country. Yeah. And even though he has, you know, this family and, and uh, this is what, uh, what dynamic I like between him and Jordan start of the show. Jordan was the, you know, the kid that had, you know, depression issues that, you know, couldn't fit in. And now Jordan is, you know, since he's developed his powers and, you know, him and Sarah are getting along and all this stuff you know, in his, his tour tour with the football team last season, he's gaining the confidence that almost, almost like they're, it's like they're connected to something and Jordan's is sapping the confidence that Jonathan used to have, not because, you know, not because of him, but, and then Jonathan is turning into that, you know, awkward kind of, I don't know my place that Jordan had, you know, at the beginning of season one which I think that's a very interesting dynamic. And I'm still wondering how it's going to play out with Jonathan in the sense of you know, his story arc, because again, we know it's not done. And I just have, I just have a feeling they have something planned for Jonathan that I don't know. I, cause I know we've talked about the whole breaking bad thing. I don't, think so, necessarily that'll happen i was actually thinking about this as i was watching the the end of the episode um mm-hmm. and what if you know because like the whole thing with ally is like getting to the other side and like kind of becoming a whole right like mm-hmm. merging with your your other self we don't know if the boys are over there or not i mean we're assuming they're not because we saw that flash, whatever, of Lana in a super suit fighting um, Bizarro, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. Uh, what if the boys are there? And what if that version of Jonathan has some other latent abilities that when that would, when and if they merge would, would manifest? That would be That would be pretty cool. But, I mean, we know that. They have, well, I think Jonathan's over there. I can't remember if Jordan was in that picture. I, we we just not sure they're right. they're alive right. or not. Yeah, we that. So right. I mean, it would be interesting. That would right? be because then that would be it. the the break bad side of things. It could mm-hmm. be that like that man in Superman uh, question um, that you know that whole philosoph- philosophical question of like man or Superman, and mm-hmm. is Jordan strong enough? I'm sorry. Is Jonathan strong enough? I mean, because the kid's name is Jordan in real life. Uh, is yeah. John, is Jonathan <laughs> strong enough to to actually fight that and and be the hero that he thinks he should be? Probably in most parts, or will he? Or will we have a bright burn situation on our hands? I, that's a that's you know when when you when you mentioned the other side just now. I knew where you were going and I'm surprised I didn't think about that. That's a really, because again, we, we, we know so little about the other side and mm-hmm. we know the idea that, Hey, if 
you have, if you join with your other side, you can be become a god. Which, again, because considering this is what episodes is this episode seven or eight? This was eight. Okay, considering we have, you know, we're I think we're getting thirteen episodes. 15, I don't know, thirteen, fifteen, something along those lines. We're we're halfway through, a little yeah. bit through, halfway through the season, so we're going to get a lot more of this. And I'm trying to figure out while not at the same time where they where they're going with this uh you know we know anderson went through with the medallion now was that for and i, I guess that's the way he can get passage without being enveloped yes disintegrated or what happened or that what have you with the other folks right but there's a lot of story to tell with this world and I don't think, excuse me, I don't think that they're going to just leave it as our bizarro Superman is dead and not touch on the idea of that his, you know, what's going on with his family on that side. I think that would almost be wasted. Right. Even if they don't necessarily really touch on it, like fully this season, I think that's a lot of story to tell. Uh, Then, and again, where I'm one of the ones that thought they shouldn't have killed him so early on. Yeah. So I, I do think there's a lot of story to tell other than Allie getting in touch with her other side or Anderson, who looks like he might merge with his other side, uh, just from the Superman family perspective. I think there's, there's some stuff they can do with that other side. That would be very interesting for our characters, particularly yeah. Jonathan, and as I you th- said. Yeah. And I think the other interesting thing too, is like the XK the 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 fact that that's the other side's <clears throat> weakness not you know uh the yellow sun um, uh <clears throat> i think it'll be interesting to see how like how that works with the, the people who took x kryptonite and if they have to merge and like you know for for like anderson, anderson yeah. yeah as as a prime example um the other thing i found interesting with the x kryptonite was the fact that the drug dealer um took the the hit and then didn't punch a hole straight through Jonathan. Yeah. Um I, it was it was really it was I don't know, I just I found it to be really it's really strange like the power set that they decide to give um as like the the, the MacGuffin of the X Kryptonite. Yeah. But uh like I told you on the phone when we talked, the 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 small villain uh, scene of Jordan showing up to protect Jonathan, um, which is obviously now we're gonna get the total CW thing between Sarah and Aubrey, Audrey, um, yeah, Aubrey, um, you know where they're definitely getting together now because Jordan bailed <laughs> to save Jonathan, but uh, but like, dude. Jonathan just looked like a freaking badass or Jordan yeah. looked like a freaking Jordan, badass yeah. when he showed up and like to, to go back and, and look at like Alex uh, Garfin, the actor in season one versus now and the, uh, the way he fought, I, I was really impressed by one, the, the way they shot it. And then two, the fact that like he knows how to fight now. Um, yeah. That was really cool. And training pays off. Yeah, right, man. I mean, like Sam Lane, man, superhero, uh, superhero teacher <laughs> to the stars. Uh, I find it interesting he doesn't fly. Um, 
but that could come. It's very he's very much like Connor Kent, like with his power set. Um, right. Connell, if you will. And uh <laughs> and, and I, I, I appreciate it. I, I like it. I think it's uh I, I think it's another like like and again, like with John Jonathan's story, I think is very, very two dimensional, three dimensional even. And I think Jordan would have been a very easy character to make just a one dimensional like Oh, now I'm Superboy, and they haven't, and and I'm I'm appreciating a lot of what they're doing here. Yeah, a couple of things like the one of the things I want to get on the MacGuffin idea of the power set. It's not a good movie, but a movie that I really liked how they did the temporary. You get people get different powers. Was Project Power on Netflix yeah, with yeah, we, uh, JGL yeah. and Jamie Foxx? We talked about that. Yeah, yeah we reviewed it. I like the idea of everybody getting a different type of power, and you know, in that movie, it was only you. You would have your powers for five minutes, and after the first time you took whatever the drug, I, it was I, you kept that power. Um, yeah. I thought that was interesting, and I wish this they did something like this instead of everybody getting this burst of speed and strength. Well, cause uh, when Jonathan something else, first, cause Jonathan, yes. Yeah. He got the, the vision, which was really cool. Like, and I, I like that was really a good power for a quarterback to have. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. So. And the other thing I wanted to talk about was this, this kind of annoyed me. And again, these are kids being kids uh, with Sarah telling Jordan, I want this girl in my life as my friend, which again, that's fine. But you're like putting Jonathan in this position. Like, look, you made out with this girl mm-hmm. at camp and you expect him to all of a sudden, just because you want to be her friend, be okay with it. Mm-hmm. I, and I, and I was looking at it this way. If the roles were reversed, we probably wouldn't be having, or if, if uh, what was her name? Aubrey or is it yeah, Aubrey? Is Aubrey. If it was Anthony, it would be different too. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that was that's one of those things that, again, it, I kind of like it in the sense of people are like this, especially you know young people, uh, but people in general. This isn't some this I could see something like this happening with somebody saying, especially like teenagers, like, "Hey, this happened. It happened a long time ago. I want to be this person's friend." And Jordan's like, "This is kind of weird." which it absolutely is weird. It'll be weird for him. And it's not that things can't, you know, work out for the best. Although I think what's going to happen is Jordan's going to start being the uh, hooded blur or something like that. And I'm going by the CW. So I hope and I hope and they don't take this exact route where tension and they have hurt him and Sarah have tension because he can't tell her what's going on. And he's always leaving or not always necessarily, but he doesn't show up a couple times. And then she thinks something's going on. And then, you know, Aubrey's there for shoulder to cry on, you know, fill in the blanks. I hope it doesn't go that route. Cause that's, that's very, I mean, that's simple and uncreative. It's too CW, CWE, but there is going to be some natural tension. I think considering that John, you know, Jordan's, head over heels for her and she kissed another person doesn't matter if it's a girl or a guy she kissed another person and he's going to be weirded out about that right and I, and, and I hope that they 
don't just kind of gloss over it because of, especially a character like Jordan, he, he still has, even though I was talking earlier about his confidence, there's still a little bit of that like awkwardness that came out when he was talking to her about it. So I think it, that is something that, you know, they can explore a little bit and it's not, not as far as taking up episode time, but for his story, his story along with Sarah's story, that is going to be a, something they're going to have to navigate. And I'm really hoping they, you know, keep up with the quality of the writing that yeah. we've expected for the last you know, season and a half. Mm-hmm. And the quality of the writing of this show, not other shows that are on the same network. Right. Right. Um, I mean, I can't add anything to that. <laughs> um <laughs> No, I, I think it's a it's a great point. And they just have to fight their inner CW to make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, our, and, and oh, we sorry, should... I, I'm sorry. I, we sh- the way the goodwill they built up, we should... I should be, you know, giving them more leeway, but it's the whole CW thing. You know, the Flash started off so good. Arrow started off good. I, I, I'm just nervous the longer it's on this channel that something will happen. So please just switch it to HBO Max. <laughs> right. Thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, there's news. I mean, obviously there's news like we were not going to go too deep into it, but there, there's news about like all of these shows are getting canceled um, with the the merger at the end of the year. So who knows mm-hmm. what's going to happen with any of this? Um, right. Hopefully they'll be at a place where it can at least be like wrapped up in some way or another. Um, So the other story, well, there's a couple other stories still to talk about. So we still have to talk about um, Chrissy. (laughs) Uh, Man, I really wish Clark would have just let her disintegrate. (laughs) Because he saves everybody. sounds bad, but I'm so in line with this. He saved her. And then she looks at him and she goes, this is all you've saved? Fuck yeah. <laughs> you. He should have taken and thrown it right through that portal. Just been like, I'm done with you. You 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 are you 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 are disrespectful to my wife. <laughs> you don't even know I'm Superman and I'm standing right next to you every day. Um like what kind of investigative journalist are you really? Uh anyway. Um no, so there there is that and like the whole alley thing. Um I like the cult leader thing. I really do. Um, the Lucy thing is weird because um, we talked about this. And there's 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 no mm-hmm. coming back for Lucy at this point, in my opinion. Yeah. And either she has to be, maybe Lucy is the one that becomes like the god and is the big bad for like the second half of the season. Or Lucy dies and General Sam Lane just spirals out of control. Yeah, I there's I, I prefer the latter. <laughs> I was gonna say Dylan I, Walsh I, I really awesome. prefer the yeah. Yeah, I, I really prefer the latter. And speaking of Dylan Walsh, the scene where you know he, he says, Oh, well, her phone's at her house or, or whatever, and Lois looks at him and is like, You tracking her phone? And he gives her this just like little shrug. And then when Clark goes out, she's like, Do you track my phone? And he just has this look and then it you know it, it cuts to the next scene. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that was just such great just ten seconds of storytelling right, right there. Yep. So I mean he's a dad. 
Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, and he was the head of DOD. So, yeah. yep. Yep. So, um, so yeah, no, I, I like, I, I think, I think the whole like, um, heaven's gate scene where they're going in and, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I feel like Allie should have gone first, but then you I'm have so- to remember she's a grifter. So, <laughs> yeah, she absolutely is. Anyway, it was it was just that, and yeah, and then the fact that Lucy wasn't there, he assumed she was dead. He's at her apartment, and she shows up, and she poisons him, um, so she can steal his key card. Uh, was you know a nice way to end the episode. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, it, it's it's tough coming back from that one when yeah uh yeah it's 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 gonna be tough coming back for that one i think she has to she has to bite the proverbial bullet to and you know yeah martyr or 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 alley betrayer something like that where it's not going to necessarily redeem her but it won't leave us with the taste of betraying her father left us right from that episode right 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 all right, so the last thing is the Kyle and Lana stuff, which was really interesting. And um, I just actually thought of something. So Sarah technically cheated on Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yet yeah, she's giving Kyle a tremendous amount of shit for cheating on her mom. And it's like, well, you know, once a cheat, always a cheat. You know, <laughs> you're a cheater. He's a cheater. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Yeah. Like, and, and I you know, think... That's where where I was talking. Like as far as the 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 kid or the teenager aspect, and her she's self involved, like self involved. Oh, she's so self involved. Absolutely. And if somebody told her that, she'd get pissed. Oh yeah. But you're absolutely right. It it doesn't matter. And again, considering where her and Jordan have been in their relationship, what she did. You know, from a teenager perspective, you know, especially for Jordan, is just as bad as what Kyle did. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I know you have the bonds of marriage, but again, teenagers, when they're dating, it's almost like that, especially well, and, someone. And Jordan wants to marry her, remember? Yeah. No, you don't. I love that scene. <laughs> yeah, that was a. Uh... That that was like with his eyes lit up and everything. That was great. Yeah, that was my, one of my favorite scenes so far. Uh, you know, just in the series, it's I just love Clark almost going ape shit. So yeah, but yeah, I I really liked their conversation when he was helping her with the debate, and then she was getting pissy about right. it and then just kind of explode it, and he was like. This is he, and he was like, you still didn't answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dude, Eric Valdez is great. I really like him. I, I really like, like I want to see him in a ton more stuff coming out of this. Yeah. Yeah. I and again, we've talked about this ad nauseum, but I still I thought he was just going to be that, you know, just the a cook, cookie cardboard cutout character who was there to give Clark shit. Mm-hmm. But he, he he not even slowly you you saw how he evolved into a three dimensional character who again like we've mentioned it we were rooting for him and Lana 
when I thought I was just going to be like, oh, there's here's the guy we're supposed to hate. And they did. And at the first time I met him, like we met him, it's like, yeah, we're, I'm going to hate this guy. Right. Just such a good job. And again, great writing, but also Eric Valdez, the way he's played this character, he's done a great job making him a sympathetic character even through his faults, or I should right. say, especially through his faults. Yeah. Yeah. His, his, his faults are many <laughs> and you know, he's yeah. still, you know, he's still likable and, you know, honestly what sold it on me was that, uh, the barbecue episode in season one <laughs> where him and Lois bonded. Right. Yeah. Cause right. He, he had been, he had been so rude to her and had looked at her as like this, this, um, just this outsider interloper who brought Morgan edge to town. And, um, yeah, it was just like, like, but they like, they bonded so quickly and it was, it was, it just made sense and, and it worked. Um, and, and it was like, all right, this is, this is not the character we think it is. Right. So, um, but yeah. All right. So let's out of, uh, five duplicitous sisters. <laughs> Um, I was hedging between that three, five and the, the traditional four that this show always seems to drag out of me. I'm going to give it a 3.75, uh, as hedging a little bit. Okay. I really, I really did enjoy this. It was, it really helped. And again, I didn't despise the episode before. I thought for me, it was one, it was the weakest episode of the series, Mm -hmm. which again, considering how good this series is that's not like a super knock but right i did like how it picked up things i, I like that we're moving forward this show always seems to move forward it, it never like even with the episode that i didn't like last week or a couple weeks ago yeah was... it still moved forward mm-hmm. and that's the one thing i can say about these writers is you know they, they don't spin their wheels in place you know they you know they get stuff on screen and you know, these characters are moving forward. I'm really interested to see more about this shadow world. Uh, I really like the conflict between Clark and I was almost called her Naomi uh, and Natalie. Uh, I don't know what, what's going to happen with the whole Lois, uh, Sam Lane and Lucy thing. Jonathan's almost like a man without an island with mm-hmm. a a terrible girlfriend, unfortunately. Well, here's the thing. She's not that terrible, right? She's just not good. Yeah. When I say terrible, I, and again, this might be because of how she, she she's acting like nothing's wrong right. when her boyfriend is suspended from school. They canceled the football season because of, well, right. and again, it's not just Jordan or Jonathan. Timmy was doing it too. So, I know because he's more in our center view, we're seeing Jonathan, but Timmy was the first guy that got caught doing right. it. No, Timmy never so, got caught. Yeah, he did because they called the cops. Oh, right. I forgot about Which, that. because yeah. Candace was the one that I think ratted him out yeah, so Jonathan right. could start. You're right. You're right. So, I totally forgot but, about yeah. that. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed this episode like pretty much everyone. and. Mm-hmm. I'm just really excited. Well, one, I'm excited that we it comes back next week. I, I always worry that we're going to get in two weeks or in three weeks with this show, but we're getting another one next week. So looking forward to seeing where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I went 3.5 out of five. Um, 
I liked it. I didn't like, you know, I didn't not love it, but I it just like, I thought this was a solid outing. Uh, on a plus note, it was up. It had uh, 800,000. So it was up like 30,000 or wait. Yeah. It was up 30,000 over last week. So more people watched. That's a good thing. Oh, that's really good. Um, but I like, I like where the story is going. I, I'm, I'm, I, yes. it's funny because like Jordan was like one of the things that I was, I was really concerned about with this show. Um, and I, I'm, I'm, I really like what they're doing with that character. And I really like how in control he is at the moment. And yes. I think more than anything, I want to see something with him and Talro. Oh, I didn't think about that. So that, yes, yeah. absolutely. Like, I, I mean, like in my head, Canon, like, <laughs> like, you know, Lucy has like, betrayed Sam. Something happens. Lucy dies and Sam goes crazy and blames Clark for, you know, because that's what everybody does. They just blame Superman. And, you know, Jordan has to has to work with Tal Rowe to um, to save his dad. Like, yeah, I really like I, I really want to see that like. I, I was going to say, like, even if it, that exactly doesn't doesn't happen exactly, I really think they are. If they get that chance, they're going to have Tauro is going to have a, a redemption tour. Yeah, I, I mean, it's too good of like I don't I don't remember his name, but that guy is too good of an actor and too interesting of a character not to find a way to bring him in and not just be the antagonist. Right. No, you're right. Um, what is his name? It was good to have Wally Park back too. We didn't talk a whole lot about yes. him, but it was really good to have Wally Park back. He's a he's a goddamn stud. Uh, <laughs> oh, what, what what did I tell you when we talked? When when Jordan showed up as like just a super Chad, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I thought I almost called this episode Super Chad, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I thought people would have been like, his name is Thad, since we're talking Blue Mountain State too. Um, where is the oh uh, Adam Rayner? Okay, sorry, it took me a minute. I went right by it like three times. Um, but yeah, no, he was uh, like having like I think like I don't want to say more Tauro is the answer to anything, but like the right amount of Tauro is the answer. You are correct, sir. So, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the restraint that needs to be shown with the character will make all the coolness super easy and barely an inconvenience for the writers. And we should probably like write up as like a script, a spec script for, for how to like do that arc. <laughs> anyway. All right. So we've been talking about this for a while. Wow. 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, Blue mountain state. Welcome to, uh, welcome to the goat house, my friend. Yeah. So, just a little background on my last what week. So you were here. I, I t- you were here last week. We went and had dinner. Yes. We were gonna go do something else, but we were both tired, so we just yeah. were watching. We were flipping through the Apple TV and talking about the apartment and everything, and the other stuff that was happening in my life that was good last week that is not good this week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, and I was like, well, let's watch Blue Mountain State because I'd been watching it. And uh, yeah. It and was... remember, I told you, I said, I, you know, I've been watching, you know, uh, Viking. Oh, yeah. You know, the new season came out last month and I just couldn't, you know, yeah. stay in same. on it. I'm I was same, halfway yeah. through. 
The Last Kingdom. I was three episodes in, and I still, I just, it just didn't catch me. I mean, it was good. Don't get me wrong. Same thing with Upload. I, although I didn't like the first episode of Upload, I did like the second episode. Got kind of got a little bit better, but it still was not capturing my attention. As and I told you, I was like, I need something. I think we were saying, I don't know if I said it on the podcast or before, but then, yeah, like you said, we got back and like, oh, let's watch this Blue Mountain State. And you've been talking to this, talking this show up forever with me. Uh, as we we mentioned today, I remember when it was on because you said you watched it live. I remember because I used to watch Spike back then. Mm-hmm. And so I would see the, the ad, uh, ads for it. I just never turned it on. And so we watched, well, I watched two episodes while I was over there. Uh, dude, you're hard to wake up. <laughs> so I, I don't think when I got back home, I don't think I, I can't remember if I watched an episode or not when I got back home, but the next day I watched a couple. And yeah. right now I am on episode seven or eight of season two. Yeah. And I absolutely love this show. I, I mean, I, this show is, I mean, it's so irreverent. It's so just, I mean, I would be hard pressed to see a show like this made now because of oh, the sensitivity. There, there's of how no everybody way is. there, there's, there's, there's zero chance of, of Blue yeah. Mountain State getting made today. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but, but hot damn, this show is so much fun. <laughs> It's, it's so so okay. hilarious. So if if you don't remember, so Blue Blue Mountain State takes place at the fictitious BMS campus, Blue Mountain State University, um, and it's their their football team is the Goats, and they're like they're essentially the University of Miami. <laughs> yeah, um, the U, if you will, and <laughs> uh, the the show is centered actually around two characters, Alex uh, Moran, who is a, in the first season is a freshman quarterback who's come in. He's like there and his, his best friend, Sammy Cacciatore, who wants to be the mascot. Um, and Alex is like, see, like they, 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 the way, the way they do Alex is Alex just wants to be the backup. But throughout that first season, I don't know if you caught how like accomplished he really was in high school. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he threw for like 10,000 yards, had like 50 touchdowns in his season. Like he's, he's actually got the chops to be where he is, but he's so lazy, lazy <laughs> that he just wants yeah. to, um, to, well, he's not lazy. He's, he just wants to drink and, and, and party. Um, I, and, and the interesting thing about the first season is we've got, uh, Thad Castle, uh, who is Alan Richson. Who was you know Reacher and Hawk and you know we're we're huge fans. Um, as a he was a sophomore team captain, and then Craig Shiloh, who was played by Sam Jones the third, um, who was Pete Ross on Smallville. Uh, mm-hmm. Who so he was only in one season, right? And then he he yeah. went he went to prison because that's that was when he got arrested for the, all that drug stuff, that drug trafficking stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I love the way they like wrote him out as like, oh, he went to Georgia or wherever. <laughs> I think Georgia, Ohio State. <laughs> no, and then remember. Alex was like, so. no, and then Alex was like, Georgia Tech. Yeah. That's and right. then the other coach smacked him in the back of the head. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, like the, the cast of characters are great. Like uh, 
Ed, Ed Mariano as Marty Daniels, the head coach, I thought was fantastic. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's this weird, <laughs> oh, 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 hold on, wait, we, we got to talk about it had the lesser Amel with Steven as the starting quarterback, Travis McKinnon in the first <laughs> season too. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I mean, he was in it. I'm kidding about him being the lesser Amel, but it's, uh, just the way this show told, like, just kind of like, it's, it's not like sequential or anything like that. It's just kind of their story. And, and you get, you get these, you get these characters like Harmon, the kicker who comes in and, Oh um, my God, dude, it's hilarious. You, you, you get Rajon Rondo, uh, or not Rajon Rondo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. You get Radon Randell. Uh, in the yeah. second season, and it's just, uh, it's so funny, and in, in, in the way characters come and go, but then you have like characters like Donnie, who is there in the background the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> right. Don, Donnie's the center uh, on the offensive line, and he's just always there, and and he's he's fantastic. Um, but it deals with this like school that has no business and like you know like they should have been like all like their programs should have been like killed like years ago um death penalty right well that's the that's the 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 final the final episode uh, not the final episode but like you know that anyway um but it's fun watching alex like understand that like hey being the backup isn't actually the way to do this um and did you get to the hall of fame thing yet the hall of fame episode with marty i have no have not okay so so coach daniels gets put into the hall of fame and and he's sitting there and he's talking to alex and he's like you think you think it's great that you can go and you can just pick any girl on campus now, imagine being in the pros where you can go and you can pick any girl out of a magazine. <laughs> and like honestly, that's when it like turned around. Like that's when that's when Alex like becomes kind of a different player um in a good way. Uh but yeah. But no, you've got you've got him, you've got like fucking Harmon, man. Harmon steals every scene he's in. Uh, played by James Cade. Um is the field goal kicker <laughs> just yeah, He's and so funny enough, strange. sorry. I just thought he was going to be uh, when Alex gets demoted to the third team quarterback yeah. and special teams. I just thought this guy was just going to be for this episode, and we might see him in the background. But he's become a staple of the show thus far, and mm-hmm. it's all that better for it. Right, right. I think. Uh, uh, so I mean, I, I don't know because there was never anything about like, oh well, you know. James Cade did such a good job as Harmon, they decided to keep him. But I mean, he's a he's a reoccurring cast throughout the entire series. Yeah, and he has some damn good lines. Oh, his his one liners are great. The uh the stuff about like his his cousin, uh cousin Dennis, <laughs> like is just a reoccurring <laughs> theme of just abuse. And uh and yeah, it's uh it's all it's all really good stuff. Um but the other thing is like the football scenes that they do shoot, like so, it's very much like you would. I I would say it is the uh, the anti Friday Night Lights. 
What do you mean by that? I well, mean, other than the so irreverent Friday, humor. <laughs> Fr- well, Friday Night Lights was like meant to be kind of like uplifting, right? And, and yeah. this is just dark, <laughs> dark and funny, yeah, and, okay. and offensive, yeah. right? Yes. Like this isn't this isn't oh, absolutely lifting. I mean, it's lifting my spirits this week, but uh, yeah, that's just because I need to laugh. Um, but yeah, it, it, but that's what it's there for. It's to laugh. It's it's in the vein of the league. Did you watch the league on FX? No, but that's I heard next. about that's that. That's next too. on your list. It's yeah. on it's on FX. When you're done with this, go watch the league. Um, the league or mythic quest which one first watch the league first just because you'll be in that football mindset and then watch oh, mythic okay. quest um okay but yeah it's just uh i mean the league is very much in line with this so if you want like a little palate cleanser do mythic quest like okay. it just depends on how much dark like you know evil humor I'd... you really <laughs> want to deal with right yeah <clears throat> but <laughs> um but like Thad Castle is an amazing character study, right? Yeah. He's 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 the most loyal and duplicitous person like that's ever been on written on to screen, <laughs> right? Like he'll do anything for his teammates, anything for them. Yeah. But he will also sell them out at the drop of a hat. <laughs> oh, absolutely he will. So it's it's it is it's fascinating seeing him in one episode do something like reprehensible and then the next episode dude is driving a car through a freaking uh police station to break out uh one of their players yeah, to break shiloh it's, out it's, yeah. yeah it's it's great so but uh <laughs> so his uh his main i guess derogatory word for women is sleuths <laughs> <laughs> And I can't not laugh. And like I have to be really careful not to not to say sleuths. <laughs> so because it's like so easy to say. Um but yeah, it's just uh it's a fun show. It's it's well it's well written, it's well shot. Like in considering this was like one of the flagship shows on Spike. Um this and um what was the warrior show that they had where they matched up like you know, Aboriginal warriors versus samurais. Do you remember that show? Oh yes, I used to. I love that yeah, show. That was really. It was like the precursor it, to uh, uh, Forged in Fire, where they'd test the weapons. Yeah, but oh, the deadliest art or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. I used to that watch show that. Was great. All the time. That's where I learned about ballistics dummies, and I wanted like yeah, I wanted like a bunch of them just to put arrows through. Now I want to watch that. Don't know. That's probably you can find it somewhere. But yeah, I'm sure you can find it on, on the YouTube. Yeah, on but, the YouTube. Yep. Uh, the tube that is youbed. Um, man, how am I gonna shoot arrows and it's dark out? Anyway, uh, maybe I'll do that tomorrow after the gym. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's a, it's just a fun. It's a fun, just like ridiculous show that they don't make like anymore. Um, you know, it it had thirty nine episodes. You know, so it was three thirteen episode seasons. It's really easy to watch. Uh, episodes are between twenty and twenty one minutes. It's it's just not. Yeah. Um, right now, you can watch it for free on IMDb TV okay. through Amazon or which, and that's what I'm doing now because I have issues with voodoo sometimes. Of watch not just free stuff, but just even some of my movies. So. Sure. 
I was like, oh yeah, Amazon has IMDb TV, so and I've have had any issues with it. Yeah, so or you those can are buy two it. things you can I buy know. them as well. Or you can you buy it. Stream it. It's but... like ten bucks uh, an episode or no, 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 no a season. That'd be so. most expensive show. Yeah, so ten bucks then, a season. When you're done with this, though, that. you have to watch the Rise of Thadland. Yes, which was their uh, their Kickstarter movie that they did, um, and it's funny because they had torn down the set. Um, and like the goat house that's in the show is not the goat house that's in the movie. Um, <laughs> and like, cause you know, it was in like a neighborhood kind of right there. And in yeah, the movie, right. it's like just this house in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> um, like it's not even like, cause like, I think it was even on campus now that I think about it, but it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the things like that, that make it, uh, just make it funny and just goddamn Thad Castle and his one-liners and Oksana um, and his, oh. his, his, his half sister. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and just Alex and, you know, yeah. it, Oh, and then um, Mary Jo, Alex or Sammy's sister who is in love with Alex. Oh my goodness. Um, and she's brilliant. You know, she's like super smart. She goes to college to be pre-med and like, you know, she's like, on the verge of getting kicked out because you know of everything. Um, and the cheerleaders are super mean. It's just, it's so funny. Yeah. It's one of those shows where it's not just like one, one a show where you just chuckle at something you're laughing out loud. Yeah. There's a, a few times sure. an episode. Yeah. Dude, I can't wait till you get to season three. Cause season three is in my opinion, the best season. Okay. So yeah, I, I'll, I'll get through a couple, like probably three, I might get through season two tonight, depending on where I can't remember. I just don't remember where I left off. But yeah. Well, I think you're coming yeah, up I, on the Badger episode too, which is just awesome. So, so, but yeah, it was it was the show I needed in the sense of all these other shows that I've watched. I it just wasn't connecting with from a consistent basis. It was just be like, uh, I'll, you know what? I'm still watching something. I'd rather play Horizon Forbidden yeah. West. And this is one of those. This is a show where it's like I'll play Horizon for like. 30 minutes or something. It's like, I kind of want to watch an episode of what is, uh, Blue Mountain State. Has Jess watched any of this with you? <laughs> I just showed her. No, she oh. hasn't watched. Well, I did show her. I, we were talking about something and, and it made me think of the oil change. Episode. <laughs> so I showed her that scene where dad is uh, yeah. <laughs> ex- explaining the oil change to his uh, teammates. Naked which, in front of his teammates. <laughs> yes. Oh, that Every time I'm thinking about that just makes so. me wince a little bit. Yeah, how, how free he did that. He's just like, eh, there's I, your oil I, change. I told you it's calloused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh man, the Harmon getting his groove back episode was great too. When he can't Is, kick. Oh yeah, when you said he has yeah. the yips. Yeah, it's it's really funny because of like the way Thad treats him. Actually, the way everyone on campus treats him. So, <laughs> you'll get there. Anyway, yeah, but it's a show yeah. that, again, it's not for everyone because, again, it is ex- when I say crude humor, it, I'm I'm being nice. That that's oh, it's flat that's out. Not of, even the, it's flat out offensive. It's it's oh, absolutely just flat out offensive. Yeah, and I and I actually I dig that type of stuff. So yeah, I mean, believe it or not, I do too. So <laughs> oh, and hmm, is that why we get along? Um. No, we get along because you had a Buffy doll, and um, it, I challenged your man. I challenged your manhood, and you're like, "All right, I bow down." 
to the alpha. So. <laughs> oh man, oh. I still have that thing. Some where is that? I no, it's not here. I think it's it. I think I have it on one uh, on my uh, all, shelf. All I know is it place. never got old. Walking past you, and being like, I like your Buffy doll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, good times. Anyway, but yeah, um, I can't wait to finish this. Yeah, this I show can't wait for you to finish the show either. Like, I'm, I'm because it's just so super, much fun. Yeah, it um, honestly, it it's kind of like uh, in the in a sense for me right now. Again, it's only been a week. So it's kind of like when I'm watching Cobra Kai or Soups and Lolo. I just had the, there's mm-hmm. just this thing of joy watching this. Yeah. Totally different shows, obviously, but they all give me this just little, puts me in this little happy place where yeah. I'm just like smiling the whole time watching this. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm also excited for you to get to the introduction of Marcus Gilday, who in season three is the offensive coordinator that comes in. Because him and his wife are just fantastic foils to Alex and um and, and Marty, so it's it's just really funny. <laughs> You're gonna like it a lot, um, because he's like the coach in waiting sort of a thing. Like you know how they bring uh, in like the next okay. coach yeah. and everybody gets yeah. all paranoid. So, uh yeah. So I mean, I give the I give the series a ten out of ten. <laughs> It's mine is incomplete right now, yeah. but it is definitely as of now, it's in that eight, eight out of yeah. 10 range. Yeah. It's, it's very, really, a, a lot of room to grow. Out of 10. Yeah. It's a nine out of 10. Yeah. It's a nine out of 10 hanged billies. So. <laughs> so, all right. On that note, we, uh, we got this in, in 57 minutes. Nice. So. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for putting up with this review rewind. It's just Daryl's been talking about it all week, and it made sense to talk about it. We'll be back <laughs> with we'll, we'll probably do a really news heavy uh, episode. We might try and watch a little bit of Halo. It depends on if Daryl has Paramount Plus and he gives me the yeah. password or not. <laughs> we also have uh, or did well you don't do you have the plus? I can't remember. I still have it until November. Like I canceled it though. Like, cause I paid for the oh, year. Like oh, I forgot you did the year. Okay. And I did the year and I was like, shit. So, okay. Yeah. So why? What's, uh, what's going oh, cause on? moon night starts next week, which I, I'm, I'm torn about that. So. <laughs> All right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to watch the first episode of moon night and we are going to talk about it. And then at the end of that talk, we will decide if we're going to continue watching yeah, and talking about it. Yes. So, and yeah, I'm only a, giving it a, one. Mar- Marvel and Disney have zero credibility with me right now. They have zero see, grace like, with yeah. me right now. Un- unlike the writers of Soups and Lolo, their goodwill has run out. Yes. Like the MCU goodwill has run out. Yes. We love, I, I really like No Way Home. That did not help the goodwill. But that like, hurt it. I mean, that it's, hurt it. It's, it hurt the goodwill because yeah. it was so good, yes. and then they were following it up with this crap. Yeah. So we shall see. We shall see. And yeah, I'll check on the whole Halo thing. Yeah. Because I'm just, it's almost like, you know, a rubberneck. I've never played I, Halo. Because yeah, I me neither. I don't have Microsoft products in my house. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I know I mean, you don't. Like, I'm laughing I don't have because a single, I know you don't. Like, I actually, as of right now, I don't have a single Microsoft or Google product in my house. No, I didn't know about. That. Oh yeah, because you switched it up. Yeah, I'm all HomeKit. Um, but anyway, 
on that note. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we're happy to be back on a regular cadence, and we're going to have fun next week. On that note, see ya. Peace. The Infamous Podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. You can find new episodes every Sunday on Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, our website, or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. The show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at infamouspodcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamouspodcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons and are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. So, whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.